You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for coming down here tonight to the Comedy Cellar at the Village Underground for Rice Wars with Tortmaster Sharon Small. And now, we ask you to put your hands together, stop your feet, make some noise for the one and only Yes! Oh, you gotta get louder than that crowd. This is a fucking show. Clap it up, sir. Clap your hands, sir. Clap it. I can see you. Clap your hands, sir. Are you clapping? Good. It's not TV. I can fucking see you, motherfuckers. Black man. Black man. Black man. I'll see you at the meeting on Wednesday, black man. <laughs> some of y'all laugh. Some of y'all like, what meeting? They have meetings? Are you happy to be here? Say yes. Yeah. Ready to have some fun? Say yes. Yeah. Let's see where everybody's from. Who's the New Yorkers? Any New Yorkers in the house? We got a handful of people. Big man up top. Where you from, man? Brooklyn. All right, nice. I can felt the anger out of that fucking... I'm from Brooklyn, too. Brooklyn's not how it used to be, is it? A lot of white people. White people, it looked like a fucking, the L train looked like a ski lift. It's like, am I going skiing? A lot of fucking white people. I remember Brooklyn was blacker than black. Brooklyn was so black, even Africans came to Brooklyn like, what the fuck? No, no. Too many black people. I go back to Zimbabwe. <laughs> if you're not laughing, buy a globe. It's funny. <laughs> buy a fucking globe. Time to grow up. Who you here with, man? Friends? What's going on over there? Brother and friend. Brother and friend? Who's the oldest brother? You older than this dude? Uh, twins. twins? <laughs> Shut up, drunk girl. Look at that. <laughs> drunk girl, holy shit. The sluts are awake, am I right? Did I shame her? I didn't slut shame her, did I? Twins. Are you a single girl who yelled? We are twins. Uh, okay, first of all, how is your microphone louder than mine? First. That's the first thing. Let's address that shit. How is your microphone? Who's your fucking manager? Because my manager just got out Jude. <laughs> I can say it, I'm Jewish. Twin girls? Holy fucking beer commercial. And who slept with what? She slept with three people, what'd you say? You're married. One twin is married, one twin is not married. I'm gonna fuck that girl tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck her. Thank you, crowd. You guys are the best wingman I've ever had in my life. Thanks, goofs. I owe you one, Goose. <laughs> Fucking girls. But they got the vagina, so checkmate. It's the vagina. Vagina is the strongest thing in the universe. 
Girls, don't clap. I don't need you to rub it in my face. Wait, I'm sorry. Rub it in my face. <laughs> Thank you. This side, fuck you guys. Fuck you. They're hearing the same jokes you're hearing. Fuck you, guys. That was on you. There's no vaginas at that table. That's why I got so sad. Oh, one. One on the end over here. You got one. It's like eight dudes and one girl. I saw this movie before. Where's the midget? <laughs> Thank you, those who watch porn. You don't watch porn. What the fuck are you doing here? It's a dirty show. I just said vagina three times in a row. Vagina! Get free stuff with a vagina, huh? Any great girls? Everything delicious? How's your drink? Nice? You ain't paying for that shit, are you, girl? She's like, <laughs> silly Negro. I can't pay for drinks and carry a vagina all day. You have to do one or the other. <laughs> Look at the women laughing, all the men like, wait, he right, man. I think Montel Williams is right. I don't blame you, if I had a vagina, I wouldn't pay for anything, nothing. Metro card, dime bag. <laughs> I walk right in the store, like. <laughs> I don't know why the store is so dusty. <laughs> How much is that? <laughs> I'm gonna still have a deep voice with a vagina. <laughs> I like how nobody thought that was weird. The whole crowd was like, oh, he sound like Beyonce. How much is that? $300? I don't think so, motherfucker. Put it in a bag. What? Swipe it again. Thank you, those with good credit. If you're not laughing, your life is in shambles. Trying to buy a house with cash. <laughs> the Jews are mocking you. Thank you, those who understand finance. Like when I said Jew, fucking crowd got a little tight. As soon as I said Jew. Thank you, black dude. <laughs> I did not expect the black dude's laugh to be that psychopathic. <laughs> that was a crazy laugh. Like he's in a car with a kid in a trunk shooting people at gas stations. <laughs> Thank you, smarter people. Thank you. Jokes only work if you know stuff. That's how it works, you gotta know stuff. If you don't know shit, I'm just a nigger dancing in front of bricks. Nigger and bricks, nigger and bricks, nigger and, nigger and It sounds like a breakfast cereal, don't it? Nigger and bricks. I would start my day with nigger and bricks. Full of vitamins. Comes with a Metro card. <laughs> laugh, laugh, concern. <laughs> I like this crowd, a little confused, but, but definitely intrigued. Arms folded, button down. I like my arms folded when I'm wearing button downs. <laughs> by the book, Rick. Look at you, motherfucker. I do things by the book. <laughs> What's your name, button down? 
Andrew, this story is getting wider and wider, ain't it, Andrew? <laughs> I can almost taste the apple cinnamon fucking hot fucking beverage. Andrizzle to the fizz, fizz. Where you from, Andrew? You look a little whiter than the other white people. Where you from? What? Where were you born and raised, son bitch? <laughs> Calm down, black dude. He's <laughs> like, thank you. No, where you from, motherfucker? No, where you from, motherfucker? <laughs> You're like nine black dudes and one black dude, you know? <laughs> You're like a whole bunch of black dudes wrapped up in one black fella. <laughs> Where you from originally? Chicago. Now you from Chicago? You from outside of Chicago, Illinois? Nigga, you was born out of your mother's uterus. <laughs> but you don't say, hey, I'm from the uterus, yo. <laughs> you town, nigga. You town, motherfucker. You town? Placenta, bitch. Placenta. You were raised in Illinois, man, just say it. <laughs> he hates me, he hates me already. Where's Kurt? I'm here for Kurt, I don't, I don't need this shit. <laughs> Kurt's late, nigga. Kurt is late, and all you got is me. Andrew, you here with some friends and shit? Are you in a relationship? You got a girlfriend? I'm married. Married, huh? Where's the wife? Sure she is, Andrew. <laughs> Poor Andrew. The husband is always the last to know. She's with a new black boyfriend now, Andrew. We call him the Kwanzaa Kid. We go to the same meetings with the fucking psychopath. I'm joking with you, Andrew. Good for you, man, getting married. You got kids? Good for you. Kids are assholes. <laughs> Kids are assholes. First of all, everybody in here was a kid before. You know you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you're this tall. You're a virgin. You're gonna set some shit on fire. That's how it works. It's like, fuck you, Christmas tree. Everybody's got a kid or found a kid or... Pulled the kid out of a tree and claimed it. <laughs> I'll explain. Madonna, Angelina, and Sandra got themselves a little nigglet. Did you see it? <laughs> I can say it, but if you laugh, you're fucking racist. I'm sorry. Nigglet is funny. I don't care who you are. If you're not laughing, you're a fucking liar. It's nigglet. It's fucking funny. I challenge everybody in here to go home tonight. Go into a room by yourself. <laughs> Say nigglet and not laugh your ass off. You're gonna laugh, you're gonna thank me. <laughs> nigglet. Martin Luther King could have been here, like, what'd he say? Nigglet? Holy shit. <laughs> I have a new dream. <laughs> thank you, those who know history. <laughs> Asian dude, I see you, you're catching every joke. Fuck you, Asian dude. Every time I look over there, you're like, ha, ha, got it. <laughs> I heard the James Bond movie. <laughs> All right, we ready to have some fun. Y'all ready to have some fun tonight?
No, no. Are you ready to have some fun tonight? Oh, we got a show for you. We got controversy in the house. We got black people touching white people. We're going to have some fun. Ready? Yeah. Clap it up. Let me introduce your first comedian. Or second. Very funny man. He, you might have heard him on Race Wars podcast. Y'all give it up. Make it loud for Will Silver. <laughs> Willie! Come on. Willie! Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? I, um... I'm uh, good to be here. I've, I've been uh, I've been traveling. I went to London, and uh, London in the house. I freaking love the British accent. I think it's sexy as shit. Well, when women talk, when guys talk, it just sounds regular. But when women talk, it's sexy. I was looking when I was in London. I was looking for the subway. They call the subway the tube. The tube. <laughs> and I asked this lady. I said, "Where's the subway?" At? She said, "You mean the tube?" <laughs> I was like, "I got a tube in my pants," and you just said that. <laughs> And in the subway in London, I'm not sure you guys know about this, but they got a, a GPS system that tell you when the next train is coming, when the next train is coming, with like, like six next trains with the exact time when that train is coming. And I realized that New York City got a way better GPS system for their trains. This is New York City subway's GPS system. This is it right here. You see how much better that is? <laughs> and for the people that's not from New York City, this stance I'm doing, I ain't trying to be cool. This ain't a black thing. This is just in case there's a crazy person behind you trying to push on a truck. Like, well, you try to push my tracks, I'll kill you, bitch! Because <laughs> in New York City, you cannot be looking for the train like this. Because someone might be like, oh, he wanted to meet Jesus. Like, you got to do just like this here. And this back leg is your ankle leg. It holds you down. Keep you grounded. The front leg is bent at a slight angle. And it's supposed to act like a spring. You know, like, you know, you don't want to be rigid. You can, also, in case there's a big gush of wind, like, oh, yeah. And, and always, just before you look for the train, you got to always make a, make a few checks. Make sure no crazies behind you, for real, for real, like, You ever waited for the train so long that you look both ways? Man, I don't care which train come first. I just need to get on the train right now. I'm late as hell. If this one come first, I go upstairs, go around to the other side and come get on that one to just go for the ride. Because I just need to be sitting on the train to calm my nerves. Because this is 13 times this week, I'm late. 13 times in a week because I got two jobs. Because I'm Haitian. Haitians have a lot of jobs for no reason. I, I, my, 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 my good friend who's Haitian, he had a job for another job to support another, like to support the travel for this other job. He had to get another job. I need another job for that job so I could travel without paying the travel expenses for that job. I want to just go to that job? No, 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 no. I need both jobs. My dad thought two jobs was nothing. My dad thought two jobs, he was lazy. 
Like, that's it? Just two jobs? You just have two jobs? <laughs> Is that what you tell? Two jobs. One, two. That's what you're telling me? Two jobs. That's, that's all you have. Two jobs. What? What do you do with the rest of your time? <laughs> sleep? Sleep? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I can't. I'll never sleep again. <laughs> I was uh, I was outside earlier, man, helping women with their self-esteem, helping them boost their self-esteem and their image, <laughs> doing a little cat calling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I give, I like to give back. I like to give back. <laughs> Everybody's talking shit about cat calling, but no one look at the other side of cat calling, man. The, you know the, you know the, the when it works, the guys who got. Booty and uh, booty after booty from the, that cat calling. The relationships that that people that went into relationships from cat calling. So when I, I I remember I had this dress on, and these nice little shoes, and I had this top, and I was walking down the street. Then I heard, "Hey, what's up with that ass?" <laughs> and here we are, 15 years later. Who knew that was my soulmate was <laughs> sitting on top of a car saying, what's up with that ass, bitch? <laughs> Cat calling. And look, man, you know what it is? I'm not sure you guys know about this. That video, there's a, for the ones who don't know, there's this lady who taped this video of her walking down up in Harlem with some tight pants and a tank top for 10... 10 hours, I'm, I know, you know, damn, 10 hours. There's 10 hours of walk. You know what 10 hours is? 10 hours of anything is a lot. You tell me you're just walking 10 hours, just taking these insults. 10 hours, get the fuck out of here. 10 hours. And, and but they, they, the, the, what they, she didn't tell you, they, they apologized for it. They took the white guy's parts out. They took all the white guy's lines out because she didn't find those offensive. <laughs> So that just tells me it's a language thing. It's a language thing. Look, there's some, there's, if you go to the hood, there's some, there's some ways guys compliment you in the hood, but it's a compliment. They don't mean no harm. They don't mean no harm. It's just a comp example. This is going to sound very harsh, but it's, it's, it's a compliment. <laughs> hey, girl, you look like you suck a mean-ass dick. <laughs> no, I don't. All right, Ma, get home safe. Get home safe. Have, have a good day, Ma. Maybe you never suck the dick, but <laughs> would you rather have dick sucking lips or non dick sucking lips? You dick sucking lips, they, they look good. They, there's a way dick sucking lips look good. Like, wow, they look like they suck a mean dick. <laughs> you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying now, ma'am? Like, thanks. <laughs> she said, I, I heard you the first time. I heard you. <laughs> I ain't say I'm just telling you to, in case you hear it, don't get offended. Like, say thank you. <laughs> and then she's raising money to stop cat. Can you stop cat calling? Like, what are you gonna do? Girl? Pay people? Like, hey, don't, don't, don't yell out no more. Hey, thirty dollars. We're gonna raise enough money to pay all these guys to stop yelling shit out to women. No, she's gonna raise the money to show she got buy another wardrobe for herself. That's not, 
I like I like I like a big booty. Is that bad? Thank you, one guy. <laughs> you don't like big booty, sir? Thank you, man. Thank you. Now now when you see a when you see a girl walking down the street, you take a little take a little peek, right? I, you may not say nothing, but you take a little peek. They want to stop that too, like you can't even look. Like I'm a look. I'm a looker. And you know what I do with that look, with that information? Do you know what I do with that information? I go home and rape myself. <laughs> I, this is what I do. I, I jerk off a lot. My house looked like a crime scene, all the DNA. You take a black light to my room, you see all my kids all over the place. <laughs> Daddy, why you do this to us? That's what my kids are saying because I'm Haitian. Like, why you why you do this, Daddy? Uh oh. Why you why you put us in a sock? Mad crunchy socks in my house from all the cat calling. <laughs> Thank you, good night. Y'all give it up for Will Sylvans! Ah, oh, funny stuff. Funny stuff. I was actually in that cat calling video. <laughs> I was the guy who walked next to her for six uncomfortable minutes. <laughs> so where you from? You smell like a Sagittarius. <laughs> I acted the whole thing out. I did one of these. We got more show if you want it. Do you want more show? Say yeah. Race Wars Podcast Live Show. We have more show if you want it. If you want more show, please say yes. This next lady coming to the stage, she's a regular. You know you know her from the Race Wars Podcast with me and Kurt all the time. Y'all give it up. Make it loud for the very funny Caitlin Bailey. Caitlin! I came over today. The first thing the door guy said to me was like, are you coming from court? It's like, don't do that to me. Anyone that listens to the podcast knows I probably should have gone to law school. Uh, that's my... All right. <laughs> Meh. I, like, I thought I hit rock bottom in terms of jobs I would do for money when I walked into an Outback Steakhouse and I filled out the whole application. <laughs> right? Did you know they make you take a personality test to work at Outback Steakhouse? Did you know that? They do. I didn't pass, guys. I'm not qualified to work at Outback the Fuck Steakhouse based on a Scantron test. I ended up working at Starbucks, a weird thing. Working at Starbucks in Midtown Manhattan is just being a kindergarten teacher for the top part of like the worst part of the top 1%. That's all that is, right? Like, I watched a woman throw a temper tantrum because I gave her a venti instead of a grande, right? I gave her a large Instead of a medium, I gave her more product for less money. That's the whole thing that happened. All right, it's one of those nightmare days, right? Because I had a line of like late people that all brought their fucking screaming babies with them 
We got a new girl on pastries, which is always a nightmare. We're out of coffee for a minute, which is the apocalypse, right? This woman is fighting her way like a salmon upstream to yell at me. I just wanted to let you know that I can actually afford the size of beverage that I want. Ma'am, from the way that you were yelling, thank God none of your kids are dead and you still have your clitoris. How about we relax? I was fired from Starbucks, I feel like for obvious reasons. Should have given me a personality test. I ended up, I tutored kids on the SAT for a while, which is a weird thing. If you've never seen a 16-year-old have an anxiety attack, you should do that for yourself. It's great theater, <laughs> really. And it's not, it's not their fault, right? Because we tell kids from the time that they're old enough to talk that like how they do on this test like matters, right? Like, you know, they, they get above a certain score, someone's just gonna airdrop like a house and a spouse special for them, <laughs> right? Or if they get below a certain score, they're gonna wake up like alone, covered in bed bugs in Alabama with a herd of meth-addicted dogs for no reason. Like, I can... So, you know, I, there's one kid who was like, I think I'm gonna be okay. He's like, I'm the cross team, the debate team, and the soccer team, and I fuck the mayor. And it's like, dude, <laughs> relax. I did awesome on the SAT. I'm not qualified to work at Outback. <sighs> it's getting harder for me to do one-night stands the more hardcore I get about s and Anyone else? Dating, dating's ridiculous. It's just, it's just a nightmare. Like most dating is just two people sitting across from each other doing like their best impression of a well-adjusted person for however long, right? I can't do it, I won't do it. I sit down on a first date and I'm like, look, I've had an abortion, I have a tattoo on my vagina. Every time I have sex, I have panic attacks. You wanna get in on this? Well, the stock is low. Oh, you're actually fine with all of that? That's a huge red flag. I'm no longer interested. <laughs> I was a creepy kid growing up. Just a creep. I was just a creep. I was just, you guys listen to the podcast already know that. I just, like, I went in the third grade, I used to carry around a book of death poetry. I'm not kidding. <laughs> right? And I remember, like, some other third grader, they were trying to have, like, a Christian, like, a, like, a nice, like, a third grade conversation with me. And she, she, like, the other third grader was like, hey, Caitlin, what's your favorite food? My favorite food is pizza. She gave me an example because she was nervous for me, <laughs> which made sense because what my third grade self came back with was poetry because it feeds my soul. <laughs> what do you mean I can't come to your summer party anymore? I'm a delight. <laughs> I was an only child, obviously. Yeah, you don't get that way without growing up in a cocoon of unconditional love. That's how that happens. <laughs> uh, by the time I got to middle school, it was all like peasant skirts and black lipstick, 7 a.m., great look. If you want to frighten people. And I'd come home after school and I'd say things like, the kids, are fun of, the kids are making fun of me. They're calling me a witch. A sibling may have suggested, stop wearing a witch costume to school every day. You're a nightmare. I've had sex with a statistically significant number of men. <laughs> I, 
I come to my promiscuity fairly naturally. My mother was also a huge whore. Uh, she had like legit alcoholic daddy issues to work out. I was just raised to believe that's what feminism is. I'm not, I'm not wrong about that. Meh. It's, it's weird because I hear like, I hear all the time, like men are naturally more promiscuous than women. That's, that's nature, science. Jesus, whatever you got. That just hasn't been my experience, right? Like, I've never not been able to fuck a guy because I lost my boner. It's never happened. <laughs> the other amazing thing about being a woman, doesn't matter how many dudes I fuck, I'm just gonna know it's my baby. That's science. <laughs> Stupid. I did... I did a naked show recently, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, yeah! Great. Sorry I missed it. I, uh, it's like, I, it, it's a weird thing. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like naked, naked. Like, I had to get my snatch wax naked. And I, and the, and I went, and like, the look that I was going for when I went to the, the waxing place was like, maybe she's born with it. Right? I just get the hair off my belly button and thighs and let's pretend that this is how it is. Right? And I, it, like, it, it's fine. But I, uh, I, missed, I missed that. I didn't get that. So now I just have this, like, we accept gay people triangle that's, like, <laughs> right, pointing to the part of my body I'm most self-conscious about, which is my overweight labia, right? I have labia that, like, picks a thigh in the summer. It's not nothing ladylike about it. I have, I have, a, lot of, I have a lot of vagina shame, actually. I, I, can't, I can't masturbate uh, with my hands because I, I get distracted looking for ingrown hairs. Thank you guys so much. My name is Caitlin. Y'all give it up for Caitlin Bailey. Oh, great show so far. Guess who decided to show up? The other half of this Race Wars podcast. Y'all give it up. Make it loud for Kurt Metzger. Kurt Thank you very much. I was taping at midnight. That's why I was late. And uh, stop bragging. Well, because when I got here, it tells like, oh, I thought you guys weren't gonna like show up like in protest for Artie. And I was like, oh shit, maybe I should have done. That's how we protest in Artie. We got Artie here tonight. Yeah. He's gonna t come tell his side of the story tonight. Yeah. Clap it up. First of all, it's right in the back. He's ready. He's ready to go. What is less racist than a white man jerking off to a black woman? That's the most. What the hell kind of world do we live in? Is what Dr. King wanted. Yeah. <laughs> well. Fuck you, crowd. That was yeah, funny. Well, fuck you. Were... I don't know what you're going through, <laughs> but fuck you. So wait, what are we? Are we? How are we doing this now? Are people still doing sets, or are we yeah, talking people to still you doing sets. So we want to keep the show going. Who's coming next? We got a real fucking bomb coming. We got a. You guys listen to the podcast. You know he's been on before. He's a very funny comedian. We got Kareem Green. Coming oh, on. Kareem Green's coming. Yeah, I give it up for Kareem Green. Green. Give it up for Kareem Green. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, what's up, y'all? All right, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I'm not like none of these guys. I ain't got no other jobs. This is it for me. <laughs> so y'all need to like me. This don't work out for me. It's back to crime. You understand that? <laughs> don't let this V-neck fool your ass. It's to make y'all feel comfortable. 
My please accept me white people v-neck. <laughs> Catch you right after the show. <laughs> like, get <it> up! <laughs> Kareem, I thought you did comedy, I quit, motherfucker. Like, when? When I said goodnight, now give me your shit. I'm the nosiest victim. So many questions. I said that to this young hood crowd. They looked at me like, yeah, and we will rob you back. <laughs> you from where you from? It's ridiculous nowadays. Honestly, I can't go back to that lifestyle. Thugging ain't what it used to be. It's not. Everything has changed. Back in the days, you knew a thug. He dressed like a thug. Baggy jeans, Timberland boots, and a hoodie. That's right. When you seen him, he was like, ah, oh, look like he about to take my finances and add it to his finances. Across the street. <laughs> now it's changed. Yeah, now it's, uh, what is it? Is it colorful sneakers? Skin-tight nipple shirts? And skinny jeans. You know how hard it is to be aggressive in skinny jeans? They tight as hell. They this tight right here. You see that? You can see their leg hairs coming out. You see them from behind. You can see their ID. Don't do this, James. It ain't worth it, James. It ain't worth it, James. It ain't worth it. 1972, you too old for this shit, James. You know how hard it is to be aggressive when your jeans are that tight? Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. All right, let's loosen this up. All right, almost knock your whole shit over. It's all right, man. All right, who was paying for that anyway? You was paying for that? Oh, you was? Yeah, you lying your ass off. <laughs> I would, I would like to believe that. <laughs> Women want, you know what I think about that? Women want equal pay in the workplace, right? That's what they want, yeah. And I think you deserve it. <laughs> but you don't need it, you don't need it. <laughs> you don't need the shit, no you don't. Cause you don't gotta pay for everything, that's why. You don't. Think about it, when you go out, you can go to a $10 store, get a $10 dress and meet a billionaire. Change your life. <laughs> Men can't meet, no, women don't give a damn about no man in no $10 outfit. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna give a fuck about us. It just ain't gonna happen. You go to the club, what do they say? Women free from nine at night to the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Then you get in and we buying drinks. So you straight, you don't need all that money. But you will treat, I ain't gonna be one-sided, you will treat every now and then, but you're very strategic. <laughs> yeah, that's why they look at the bill. $200 is not time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they look at huh? 10 dollars Surprise! <laughs> I wanna treat you! The meaning to treat you. We appreciate that shit, too. We do. The simple things. Dating has changed, too. Nowadays, uh, women are bold. Remember, you know, we used to kick it and talk and all that? Not no more. Nowadays, ah, this girl gonna tell me, send me a dick pic. <laughs> yeah, straight up. I'm a little old school, I ain't into that. I don't do dick pics. I do dick delivery. I dropped the dick off. <laughs> <laughs> she, give me, 
Send me a dick pic. Look out your peephole right now. Yeah, look out your peephole. Yeah, that's me with the dick. Yeah, I got it on me. Yeah, yeah, that's me with the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's all that bang? That's the dick. Oh. Open up the door. What you got in your hand? I got the package. UPS, ultimate penis service. Open up the door. Get this dick. <laughs> you like that, right? Ultimate penis. I deliver. I deliver. I'm trying to grow up, man, though. I really, you know, I'm trying to grow up because, you know, you're getting older, you got to kind of change. But I'm in my 30s. 30s is the most disrespected age decade of your life. You know why? As soon as you hit 30, people in their 20s act like you old as hell. Yeah. Hell yeah, right? They be like, how old are you? You 30? Oh, my God, I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> you're going to be all right, you 30. I'm going to come to your house, wake you up tomorrow. Make sure you wake up. <laughs> you can die in your sleep, you 30. People in their 40s act like you don't know nothing. How old are you, 38? That ain't nothing, you a baby. You a baby, you ain't lived life at 38, that ain't nothing. 38, you only, when you get 40, that's when you come talk to me. But I realized something, no matter how old you get, people who are older always gonna act like you ain't old enough. Yeah. You can be like, I'm 107. They be like, 107? Well, I'm dead. That's right, I'm dead. I've been dead for three years now. You know what it's like being dead? No, you don't. You haven't lived until you die. When you get dead, that's when you come talk to me. Ridiculous. But your age is not what makes you older. You know what lets you know you're getting older? It's your body. Like this morning when I woke up, the first thing I needed was a nap. That's how you know. My God, Dan is waking up and wearing me out. You gotta take it down. I got a 45 minute snooze button, I ain't playing. <laughs> I ain't gonna be shit without this nap, that's all I'm saying. I ain't gonna be shit without this nap. That's how you know you're getting older too, when you start looking at shit like that. <laughs> you know, you get old as hell. I learned to appreciate simple things though. Like the other day I won an in-house jackpot. You know what that is? You all won it? Yeah, you just forgot. Think about it. You ever be getting dressed to go out and go to work or something? And you find some money in your pocket? Yeah, look, she got excited at me. She's like, yeah, that was a good day. That was a good day. <laughs> you feel good. You never felt so good to find your own money. Man, I ain't even know I was missing $4. I'm not going to work today. <laughs> you call in. I'm not coming in. You don't even work here. That's why I'm not coming. Need to hire me so this conversation starts making sense. Tired of having four dollars. Thank y'all very much. Corrine Gray, good night, y'all. Y'all give it up yeah. for Kareem Green. Friend of the show. Kareem Green. <laughs> Green. Yeah, we got to bring in the next comic. And uh, we like to follow the blackest comic with the whitest comic. That's, That's how right. we do this show. That's right. And uh, so this guy I work with at uh, the Amy Schumer program. And uh, I don't know if you know, it's almost all female writing staff, okay? Me and him are like the only sausages at this taco party. <laughs> and uh, I'm most of the male presence. And the only reason I say that is because this next guy comes in with a baby Bjorn with a small dog in it every time. <laughs> 
but he's funny as hell. Uh, you might have heard him on Howard Stern uh, doing Donald Sterling, which is the funniest shit in the world. He's goddamn funny. Clap it up right now for Kyle Dunnigan. Kyle Dunnigan! Kyle! I am not the whitest comic. That is bullshit. And I don't, I don't carry my dog in a baby bjorn. Try, I want to do a little improv warm-up. Um, I'm going to just make up a song about someone in the crowd here. Yeah, how about you, sir? What is your name? Cody. Okay. Is that really loud? Woo! We got a hot piano. Cody? We've never met before, correct? <laughs> this is all off the top of my head. I'm gonna gather information and then make your song. What do you do for a living? Filmmaker. Filmmaker. Any films we've heard of? No. <laughs> all right, that's okay, it's not an easy business. What, uh, what's your favorite hobby? Watch filming? Wow. Giving me a lot to work with, aren't you, Cody? Okay. Here's your song. There was a guy named Cody. He was a total douche. <laughs> Improv is hard. I'm not actually very good at that. That sounds like every horror movie music background, doesn't it? I'm not even trying. Someone gets paid. Someone gets a paycheck. They're like, hey, we need that music by next week. He's like, you can have it now. That's pretty good. You know what I'm talking about? Like Marsha's stuck in the basement. Like, you guys, I'm stuck in the basement. Where are you guys? And they're all up in the kitchen like. Is Marsha? I'm in the basement. You can't. It's scared down here. I'm not going. Fuck, fuck that. I don't even like her. No one likes her. I'm not going down there. You know, it's magic, you know, writing songs, you know. I saw a Paul McCartney interview, and they're like, hey, how do you write, how do you write like a hit song? And his answer was so vague and wandering. He was like, you know, you know, it's magic, you know, songs, you know, guitar, you know, songs, you know, fall from the sky, you know, you know, land on the back of a turtle, you know. 
you know, you know, turtle, you know, the turtle, you know, walks up to you, you know, got it, you know, guitar, you know, you know, turtles. This is a song that uh, John Lennon wrote, actually, right before he died. What's that in your hand? It's been a long time. It's been a while. His children are grown. What do I want to play? Oh, let's bring it down. I got a love song that I wrote. I'm going to get serious for a second. They, um, I fell in love with this girl and she um, moved off to Europe and I didn't want her to forget me, so I wrote, I wrote this song. It's called Hold On. Fuck, hold on. This next song is a, um, <laughs> I went to a rock concert and they had to make announcements, which there's nothing less rock than being like, are you ready to rock? We just want to thank Coca-Cola for having us here tonight. Coca-Cola, that cool and refreshing drink, motherfuckers. Minions from hell drive a Ford Focus. What are you? Devil monkeys left your lights on, motherfuckers. They want to go to the parking lot and check that out, bitch. Now are you ready to rock? I said, are you ready to rock? I can't hear you. Are you ready to rock? what we're gonna do right after I tell you about the raffle there is a raffle right after the show buy one ticket get two for free motherfuckers it's a pretty good deal when you think about it. oh god that hurts my voice when I do that bit Where's, um, how much time am I doing? All right. <laughs> Three minutes? Oh, my closer's like eight minutes long. <laughs> All right, let me think here. Three minutes. Yeah. This song, um, you guys are the best crowd I've ever had. I don't think Harry Connick Jr. can play the piano. He plays like three notes, then he bangs on it. He's like, it had to be you. It had to be you. I just dropped a sandwich on my piano. Then a cat ran across it. Nobody else could throw it. False love is still, baby. How do you? I 
I like those crooner guys though. Those like Frank Sinatra. They were that's like the last manly men was those Frank Sinatra. They got like the drink and they got a cigarette and they're gambling. Even when they sang their songs, even though they were kind of girly songs, they'd put a ha like a like a guy sound. Even in, they were like somewhere ha ha beyond the sea. Pow! I like girls somewhere. Football hut 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 hike. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, this is the last song I'm going to do. I'm going to get off after this song. Go home to mother. Mother's worried sick about me. <laughs> Some people say I'm too close to my mother, but mother says I'm just jealous little sluts. <laughs> This is another love song that I wrote. I, I wrote I wrote this for this girl and um, she didn't like it, but I like it. Your legs are long and firm. Your skin's as white as a dove. I do believe the Lord blessed me with an angel from above. The only thing I change about you is your face. Thank you all very much. Enjoy the rest. Y'all give it up for Kyle Dunnigan! I didn't even tell Kyle there was a piano here. He just is ready to play piano for no reason. He's got talent. He's got talent. Very talented. Yeah. All right, well, we got like 3,000 comics, so... This next comic. Oh! A lot of favorites on the show. Listen, you guys really like get loud with this one. This is the best show of the festival based on our lineup. This is the best show of the New York Comedy Festival. Yeah, Make I, some noise. How did I do that? How the did best we do show. It? They need us. Yeah, they need real, it. Yeah, real quick, just a round of applause for Rebecca from the Creek in the Cave. Oh, yes, Rebecca. Thank us. you. And uh, Brian Boldinger, who For help putting us, putting us together. John Fattigan, our producer. And a uh, special drop in guest. We, we call in a lot of favors for this show. Michael Shea from SNL came through to do a set for you, so... Y'all give it up for Michael Shea! Weekend Update SNL, baby! Thank you so much. Oh, wow, you guys are... I can't... Well, I really hope this uh, lasts. This is the first time I've like been on stage in a while, so it's a little rusty, but I, I really love being on stage, so I hope you guys bear with me. Wait a minute, easy, fella. <laughs> not making money. I'm pretty sure I got paid in a drink today. So. <laughs> I, uh, no, yeah, I love I love working there. It's weird, because like this summer I was working for The Daily Show, and that was kind of strange, because that's like the smartest people on the planet. And I'm not in that class. <laughs> and I found out because, to give you an idea, like these shows are very different, you know. I was a writer on SNL, and then I went to uh, The Daily Show, and um, we have joke meetings at SNL. And the last, the last pitch I had for a joke was, was uh, about the first guy that ever made the uh, term, screwed the pooch. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a strange thing to say. I really screwed the pooch. Because it means you, means you fucked a dog. 
Which means there was a guy that probably fucked a dog once and tried to equate that with every mistake. <laughs> and people were like, no, man, it's not the same. <laughs> so it was a guy like, oh, boy, you, you messed up that coffee water. It's like that one time I fucked that dog. Like, no, it's not like that time you fucked the dog. That stands alone in the history of the... But somehow it stuck. Now when you fuck up coffee, people say, I screwed the pooch, and you, you're okay with that. No one even thinks about that guy. So that was a sketch that I thought was gonna definitely be on TV, was not. And... <laughs> so then I went to The Daily Show. That's the last sketch I wrote. And when I went to The Daily Show, uh, we, were, we did our joke meeting for The Daily Show, and it was about a, a college rape case, and we were pitching jokes. <laughs> These are the smartest people on the planet. They're pitching jokes on a college rape case. And I'm like, hey, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't, maybe. <laughs> maybe we should just skip that. And they were like, no, this is important. We have to talk about it. And I was like, I don't know. I got this great idea about fucking a dog <laughs> that might go over way better. It's way in over my head. <laughs> There's certain things you can't get away with saying, you know? I learned that. <laughs> but you know, it, it's weird, cause like, like I, even at a comedy show, sometimes you can't say certain things. Like you guys laugh, you guys are fun, this is a kind of a good crowd, you know? But not all crowds is good. Like one time I was doing a joke about the N-word, right? And um, people were not happy with it. So I started doing crowd work to like loosen them up, to make them feel fun again. And I started talking about lighter things and it worked, it fucking worked. So I, it worked so well that I wanted to start telling the joke that I was telling, but I forgot what the joke was. <laughs> so I say into the microphone, what was I just talking about? And this white lady in the back yells out, niggers! And then the whole crowd. <laughs> <laughs> did you laugh at that shit? But that other audience did not, they were horrified. They all like, <gasps> hit her, hit her. I was like, I'm not gonna hit her. She's absolutely correct. That's exactly what I was talking about. It's not like I said, yeah, so me and my friends are playing basketball. What was I just talking about? Niggers. It wasn't that at all. And when she said it, she wasn't like, niggers. She was like, niggers, oh God. Like she scared herself. So I couldn't be mad at her. She wasn't racist. She wanted to hit a punchline, so. I didn't get upset. I wasn't upset about it. Because I understand that she just said it for a certain reason. If it was a dude, maybe I would have been upset. Like when a white guy says the N-word, I get upset uh, because, I don't know, it puts a lot of pressure on me as a black guy. I don't know if there's black guys here, but it's a, it puts like, like when a white guy says the N-word, it means I got to fight him. Like even if I'm not that upset, I got to fucking fight. It's in the black dude contract. I got to fight. Whoever I hear say, and I gotta win the fight, because if I lose, that means he gets to say it again. And that story's gonna need a better ending when I tell people at the meeting. Oh yeah, man, I was in New York, this white dude called me a nigga yesterday. What'd you do? Well, then I got my ass kicked for 15 minutes. And then he yelled it again and rode off on a city bike. It was embarrassing. But I. I honored the contract. I don't know what you want me to. If I was a white guy, I'd say it. <laughs> Once, like on my birthday. 
wouldn't say it to a black, I would say it at a black <laughs> Here's how I'd do it. <laughs> no. I'd get one of those cabs that'll probably be a lot easier to get. And I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd sit in the back and roll up alongside of one or something. <laughs> roll the window down. Nigga! <laughs> drive, 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 drive. <laughs> Don't try that shit, that'd be awful. I might, I wouldn't do that. I would probably do it to like a dude I didn't like. Not even because I hate black people. <laughs> Just because I would like, maybe I hate Jerome. <laughs> I'm not racist, I'm Jeromeist. Call Jerome a nigga. <laughs> just to ruin his day. <laughs> I saw all these bad words are, they're just shit to ruin your fucking day. There are no racists anymore. You know why there's no racists? Because people don't have power anymore. Yeah, it's just fucking this generation, there's no self esteem. You people don't feel good about yourself. You can't be racist. I had a white lady call me a nigga one time in a car. And I didn't even get mad at her. She was like, uh, she kept apologizing. Like, I'm not racist, I swear I'm not racist. Like, I know you're not racist. I know you for years. You can't be racist because you have low self-esteem. <laughs> and you can't think you're better than niggas if you don't even believe in yourself. It's not. <laughs> How could you? You know the self-esteem you need to have to be a fucking racist? I let a homeless dude call me a nigga on the train one time because he was homeless and I thought that was the rule. You just let homeless people say whatever the fuck they want and you act like you don't see them. <laughs> that just me? When I get on the train, the homeless dude starts yelling shit, I turn to one of those British guards where I stand real still, look straight ahead. Like, say whatever you want, homeless man. You could never break me. Just don't touch me with anything wet. My only rule. I gotta go. My name is Michael Che. Thank you so much. Michael Mike, Che. Wow. Holy shit. Mike, you is it hard to get a cab, Mike? Still? What? Is it hard to get a cab? I mean, I know that you probably don't watch SNL, but. Really? You say that right, standing right next to me. Yeah, because after we do our podcast. We'll go outside, and then Sherrod will have to hail a cab, and they pass him right by, and he's like, Kurt, hail a cab for me, and then uh, I go to hail a cab, and then they also pass me right by. <laughs> it hurts. As you should. Your whiteness I, is diminished. It is a little bit. Yeah. I should be getting a lot more white shit than I'm getting, man. You're not getting it, though. I squandered it hanging out with Sherrod. <laughs> That's the bottom line. But you can say the N-word, so now, it's great. <laughs> Save that for the big closer, Sherrod. Okay. <laughs> don't blow our big closer. You got a whole nigger dance thing number. We don't have the song here, do we? Uh, I think we might have the song. Do we here. have the song? Do we have the nigger song? Or the... No, I we don't, don't have it. May, maybe not. We'll edit it into the. For those who don't know it, our theme song <laughs> is the He-Man theme song. Right, but with but, the, but with nigger instead. With nigger instead. Yeah. 
Well, because here's the thing. We don't just like say the N-word because we, we're not like calling people it, but it's just lean to say the N-word. So we like have a ceremony. Like to say the phrase the N-word, yeah. we just say nigger or faggot. If we're not derogatory, but we right. just say it. If we're talking about the word, we just say it. So we have a ceremony and Sherrod lays his dick on my shoulder. and then uh, <laughs> That's the only you way you can say right it right as a white person. A black man's cock has to touch your and shoulder or collarbone. Now... I have a black cock on your collarbone. And let me tell you something. It's yeah. worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of black men with powerful penises, uh, <laughs> this next guy is a dear, uh, dear friend of ours. Uh, uh, you might know him from the Chappelle Show. The Clap funniest. Up, the funniest. Clap it up for Greer Barnes. Greer Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> How y'all doing? What, the rest of y'all scared? Well, it's the sixth black guy on the show. It's not even February. Okay. I didn't always want to be a stand-up comic. I wanted to be an astronaut. Fuck you laughing at. <laughs> Wanted to be an astronaut until my cousin gave me a bong hit and I was like, <laughs> we don't have to travel that far. <laughs> Milky Way is right there. <laughs> I always wanted to be that first black astronaut to make contact with an alien race. My ship would land on some distant planet. I'd hop off my ship. I don't know why I'm doing that, because there's no sound in space. <laughs> What's good, my dude? <laughs> nah, I'm human from the planet Earth. See that blue ball? That's where I'm from. <laughs> nah, we ain't got no green people, but it's cool. <laughs> well, we'll probably call you nigga at first. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the penis um, <laughs> gets no respect. Breasts get respect, well-deserving, because they do things like feed babies. Yeah, they fight cancer. <laughs> Yeah, they make a blouse look extraordinary. <laughs> and they're always appropriate. If all you women stood up and took your breast out right now, all the fellas would be like, this the best show ever. <laughs> that shit is acceptable. Never been in a party, fellas, with a group of girls. Oh my God, Samantha, Amy, Tracy, wanna do it? Yeah, on three, one, two, three, yeah, hey. <laughs> Titties, that's acceptable. 
I don't give a fuck how much fun we having, fellas. We can never be like, oh shit, take your dicks out. And if you can do that with your dick, fuck you. God, sucker. My girlfriend's Dominican. Yeah, and she asked me one day, she was like, Papi, if your dick could talk, right? What would it say? And I looked at her and I said, I'm gonna take this opportunity to speak on behalf <laughs> of all men. If our dicks could talk, they would probably say, touch me. I'm going outside to get some cake. Touch me. What kind of cake is it? Touch me with the cake. <laughs> the other psycho question my girlfriend asked me <laughs> was she's like, Papi, what would you do if we woke up tomorrow? and I had your dick, and you had my vagina. And I looked at her and I was like, you gotta move out. <laughs> Type of creepy shit is that? I'm 49 years old, if I woke up tomorrow and I had a vagina, I'd stick stuff in it. <laughs> it's my first vagina. <laughs> All my old Star Wars figures. <laughs> R2 D2 B2 D2. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> Darth Vader. <sighs> Get me out of here. Use the force. In a gentle way. We don't want the cops involved. There's really nothing funny about the vagina. It's a very sensitive, smoking hot, sexy apparatus that's under attack by the extreme right wing <laughs> of this country. So we have to protect the vagina. Fuck yeah, you ever see it? <laughs> it's got flaps and shutters. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. Little doorbell right there. Can the dick come in? Not tonight. I got cake. Go through the back door. What? <laughs> it's cake. I I gotta go. Bye. Standing ovation off. for Greg. Look at that. People standing up. Finishing off with cake for anal. <laughs> Greer, that's like a good business idea. That's the name of my next album, Cake for Anal. Yeah. 
You got Chris Brown to be on the album. <laughs> Thank you, mostly this side. What is up with you guys? Yeah. Have you been? Hey, how many of you get catcalled like in that video? Women. Well, anybody. Come on, be honest. Be honest. I mean, I don't know if you like. Do you like it or not like it? No. You know where I live in Washington Heights? Well, Thanks, I'm. Ag- hey, I'm against it. I don't. I don't say shit. I let a woman walk by and then I stare at her ass when she can't see me like a gentleman. I was raised right. <laughs> now, Sherrod, would you say catcalling is more of a black thing or a black and Latin thing? <laughs> you saw the video. Fuck you, crowd. How dare you, crowd? How the organization is called Holla Back. How dare Back, come you? Come on. White no, dudes but, do it too if they work construction well, or homeless. Well, you know what? I, <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Because I live in Washington Heights, it's all Dominican. So I see this Dominican girl walking to work, okay? Okay. Just trying to get to work. This Dominican dude, for like 10 minutes, is following her and her aunt. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah. Hey, mommy, mommy, just chase her before. Maybe he... it was really his mommy? Well, that's the thing. He was like five. So that, I do want to <laughs> give him the benefit of the doubt. It could have been his mommy. All right, we got to bring this. La- so, uh, Controversy. Yeah. Our favorite guest. So our favorite, favorite. guest of our podcast is uh, this guy, Artie Lang. Easily. Who, uh, yeah. E- so, easily. Listen, listen. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, yeah, let's introduce him. That's how he does. He does. He introduces wrong, Artie. Yeah. I do he it. says the name first. You know, I like a college fucking <laughs> college show fucking host. <laughs> All right. Well, so I did a show at midnight that I was supposed to do with Artie right. and Jim Norton, but then there's a Twitter uproar, which I, don't, I never understand any Twitter thing. I don't know if I'm old or something. I don't get... I don't even know what the fuck. Like, I can't read it enough to even be offended at Western it. Western Hemisphere problems. Yeah. So Artie wasn't on, but he's still on our show. So we're going to bring up Artie Lang right now. Do a set. Artie Lang! Lang Come on, make some noise, crowd. Stop fucking around. Here he is. Thank you, guys. Love you, too. What's up, everybody? How are you? I'm still in my Halloween costume. I haven't had a chance to change. Uh, I guess you guessed it. I was Lena Dunham from Girls. (laughs) I I can't get the fake tattoos off. By the end of the night, I'm naked and I'm blowing a weird-looking guy. I don't know. It's a good costume, I thought. It got me a lot of fucking dick. Rough day for me. Yeah, Twitter, man. Twitter. I, I, I'm going to embrace it. Everyone thinks I'm a racist now, which isn't true, but I'll embrace it for money. So, <laughs> I think that's what Paula Dean should have just done a racist cooking show. Like, you know, <laughs> Ooh, wait! We're making Jew horns. <laughs> Pastry shaped like a Jew's horns. You'll clean up, so I'm just gonna embrace the fucking racism. Why not? I only got three years to live anyway. I mean, look at me. I mean, my God, my, my liver is bloated. Uh, I got type two diabetes. I'm, you know, I got about two, two and a half years top, so I'm just gonna embrace the racism and leave some money for my mom. I'm, uh, I'm gonna become a racist country singer. Uh, and I'm starting to write some songs. If you wanna help, anybody know any words that end in igger? There's less than you think. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful nowadays with the racism. You get in trouble when you're not really racist. Like Nick Walendo almost misspoke 
You see that? Nick Wallenda climbing across the fucking thing in Chicago. And I almost heard him say, there were too many riggers in downtown Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but he said something different. <laughs> it's about certain groups can't fuck with you. So I'll attack them, because I'm not a clever comedian like you've seen here tonight. I'll, like, you know we're a bunch of pussies midgets? <laughs> I'll attack midgets. You, you see a, a midget on TV, they try to sell you this shit. Calling a little person a midget is the same thing as calling a black man the N-word. I thought that was interesting. So I went out one day and I tried both things. <laughs> Just to see if there's a difference, a little experiment. And it's a lot of work. I went out and I found a random little person, which is fucking hard to do. And I said, hey, midget. Then I found a random black man, which is much fucking easier. And I said, hey, nigger. It turns out there is a huge fucking difference. One will get you smacked in the shin. And the other one will get your fucking ass kicked. So the lesson people never, ever, ever call a black man the N-word, unless they're a midget. <laughs> then do whatever the fuck you want. I, I can't save the whole world tonight. I'm one obese man. But the Twitter people are very, very, very mean and very stupid. They really are. Uh, some of them are clever. Like one guy thinks I should have a sex change and <laughs> become an actress and uh, have my name be Obese Witherspoon. That's kind of... kind of clever, you know. My fear, some people took, I mean, look, I, I had the audacity to say this black chick on ESPN was hot. I thought she was hot. And I said I would love to have, have a fantasy of her whipping me. And maybe I was dressed like Thomas Jefferson. And maybe I came. <laughs> but in the end, she gets away. She runs free. You pissed at that? She's free! Again, you're not getting it. It's so hard within 140 characters to explain the, the Revolutionary War. And I shouldn't have tried. I shouldn't have tried. But people took it a little too far, man. So I apologize for it. I fucking caved in like the pussy that I am. I apologize. And then I get these fucking... I swear to God, some guy tweeted me a picture of this poor black woman who was killed and raped in South Carolina last week. And underneath it said, Hey, Artie, apology unaccepted. <laughs> that's a little... That's taking it a little too far, man. I mean, I don't see how I'm responsible for that woman's death. Apparently you disagree. I'm sorry. Another guy, this is a true story, actually. This is one idiot. He actually thought I was a correspondent for ESPN. <laughs> so not for nothing, ESPN should fire their correspondent, Artie <laughs> Yeah, that would have been in bad taste if I were actually a correspondent. <laughs> to say that I wanted to dress up like a founding father and get whipped by one of our reporters. <laughs> until I came. That would have been a dumb move if I were an ESPN correspondent. 
I had to remove my profile from blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> I was sad, sorry, I can't fucking integrate fucking the internet, man, sorry. I got a lot of, I, I'm starting to use the internet. I was very, very, uh, very, very ignorant with the internet, but now I'm using Grindr. I'm trying to show I'm open-minded. Tinder, I use Grindr. You know, it's funny, though, in New York, if you use Grindr, it just shows you the nearest New York jet. <laughs> You're on Grindr. Michael Vick is in a deli 50 yards from you. Tinder I used, and I use Uber. I use all three of those things at once. I can do it. For instance, like tonight, I, at 1 a.m. tonight, I'm fucking a chick while a gay guy watches in the back of a town car. <laughs> MMA fighting, I don't get that either. Somebody, I, I, I like the old boxing. MMA, I hate MMA fighting because people are in sneakers and socks. Uh, you know, in, in regular boxing, they have shoes, they have sneakers. In MMA, they're bare-feeted. They're like the yellow, sticky fucking feet. And I'm like, <laughs> And I hate it. My buddies go, it's a man's man thing. You should try watching. I try watching, but put MMA on right now. If you put it on right now, here's what you'll see. Two guys in the missionary position, fucking. <laughs> That's what you'll see. Put it on. You'll see two guys. One guy's spread eagle, another guy's on top of them. And they're not even fighting. They're just like whispering shit. <laughs> Then out of nowhere, the guy on top starts pummeling the guy on the bottom. He's like, Here's what MMA fighting looks like to me. It looks like two gay guys are having sex. Then out of nowhere, one of them realizes he's not gay. I just fucked Chuck Liddell. <laughs> All right, I'll end with this. People are doing music, I'll end with a song. Uh, I don't get the modern music either, and this is sort of racial, but Alicia Keys and, uh, Alicia Keys and, uh, what's his name, Jay-Z had a fucking song out a couple of years ago called Empire State of Mind. And people used to sue Black Sabbath for satanic lyrics. When's someone gonna sue this fucking song? This is a, uh, she's got a beautiful voice, Alicia Keys. It's a duet, but the hit song, but it's basically a blueprint on how to be a crack dealer in New York City. I'm paraphrasing, but here's how that song goes. Jay-Z goes, I used to cop in Harlem, went down to my stash box, I cooked up the crack in the McDonald's bathroom, I sold crack to your grandma, and then I made a deal with the Gambinos to sell all the cocaine below West 8th Street, and then I bought out an apartment building. I would make cocaine in the front of the building, I would sell it out the back of the building, and then I would have a whole criminal empire, and with the Gambinos, I started a kidnapping ring. I would kidnap the daughter of government officials, and then I started, you know, stealing cars. I had a whole car theft ring. I was a multimillionaire from, from criminal enterprise. By the time I was 22, me and my gang were all there. And then out of nowhere, Alicia Keys goes, New York! <laughs> Where dreams are made of. And I guess I'm offensive, right? But I'd go all the way with that song, because I am offensive. If I were Jay-Z, the next verse of that song would be this. It would be this crazy. 
And then if you get arrested, you go into jail cell and you make a shiv out of a toothbrush. And the way you do that is you pour toothpaste on it with a toothbrush and make it into a point. And you put it in the microwave oven. When it comes out, it's like a shank or a shiv or a knife. You put that down your orange jumpsuit. When you get to the cafeteria, you stab a guard. Don't stab him here. That's a murder app. You want to stab him right here, you'll just pass out. And when you get outside, you start doing hits for the Gambinos. When you dig a hole for a dead body, you put lime in the hole. That'll make the body dissolve. If you don't have lime, you want to dump the body over the Hellgate Bridge because... The current is so crazy under the Hellgate Bridge. We'll take the body all the way out to the Atlantic Ocean. No one will ever find the body. New York! I'm going to bring the guys back up, but I want to say sincerely, sincerely to ESPN and people on Twitter, I apologize. <laughs> Thank you so much. How about bringing up the guy there? Artie Lang! Let's bring David Tell back up here, too. David Tell, where's Dave? Dave's here? Is Dave here? <laughs> My gut is out of control. Let's leave this seat open for reason. <laughs> you, know, you know you're going to have a bad day when the first tweet, uh, the first text you get is from your mother and it says, I didn't know I raised a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did your mother send you that message? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a real message. I met his mother. I met his mother. Yeah, Keith, get up here. Keith, get up here. Keith Robinson. This is... This is... Keith. <laughs> High school with him. Hey, man. <laughs> Y'all give it up for Keith Robinson. Clap for Keith. This is great. See? It's the Race See? Wars podcast live show. Hey, man. <laughs> I apologize. You ain't the only Stop one standing. Up. Stop He's standing not in front the only of Dave. one that fucked up in there. Michael Che fucked up. Okay. Animal. We got Oh, and Mike, Mike was talking about the cat curl. He's a cat call kid. Everybody, yeah. everybody's in trouble, man. They're out there with their little <laughs> typing. They're typing. You said something offensive. Mike, are you not allowed to talk about it no more? Come up here, Mike. Mike, get up here. I mean, risk your whole career. What, what about can I, Hannibal? Can I Hannibal's here, Hannibal too. He called Cosby Hannibal, a rapist. Get up here. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, that's a controversy. Yeah, wait a minute. He said Cosby shit on his face. Did you hear that? <laughs> wow. He said Cosby shit on his face. Wait a minute, I want to make a no, point. No, he said he shit jello pudding on his face. <laughs> <laughs> that right. ain't Huxtable-like. That ain't a Huxtable. <laughs> Cosby actually raped women. <laughs> All right. He's allegedly. Got, allegedly. Got, Somebody, <laughs> can I? I'll wait for a cease and desist from Bill. Can I, can I, say, one, can I say one thing uh, about this? This is probably... This is, so far, this is the ultimate New York City comedy festival show right now that you're seeing, so. Thank you. This is it. Honestly. Race Ward podcast, live show. This is, yes. We went from podcast to proudcast on this one. <laughs> and if I could, if I could interject, because I, I know you brought up the Holla Back video. You, you brought that up. Yeah. Yes. That was really cool. I was in that video. I was cut out. I was the guy, I asked the woman to help me put my kayak on my Prius. And uh, she... I was the guy, I, I just wore a bandana and he yelled out Brooklyn every seven seconds. <laughs> I didn't see anything wrong. I, what do you, that video was really, I think, you know... The cat call video? Yeah, not well, well edited. They didn't go to fucking Bedford Avenue. They kind of calculated where they sent this big-ass, big-titted broad. <laughs> wow. 
I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. I thought it was Rachel Feinstein. I thought it was Rachel. Construction guys got close. She's my roommate. I can say it. In my Lena Dunham costume, I got cat clothes. What is your costume? Just a shirt on top like Porky Pig? I'm wearing it. Wow. I'm wearing it. Holy shit. Didn't you tell me that show should have been not titled Girls and a Question Mark? That's a good one. <laughs> I'm good. I'm Say live. Say goodbye to your three-episode arc on selfie. <laughs> Everybody gets catcalled. That's right. I got catcalled. The tranny's always catcalling. <laughs> hey, Keith. Nice <laughs> <laughs> jacket. Why don't you guys ask the women of the show if they find it uh, abusive and annoying? Yes. They don't like it. What about right you? Well, right here, right here. Well, you're no, do you feel bullshit. it offensive? Do you feel like it's offensive when a guy, me, <laughs> yes, says something to you in the street? Yes, That's she says. Bullshit. Like Montel Williams, you know, tell they, me. Yes. They, they find it. My MS, I can't hold the mic out this long. Oh, shit. Wow. Fuck you. God gave it to him. Wait Fuck you. God what if they, wore, what if they wore their best outfit and no one said anything? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're more pissed off at that. <laughs> well, let me. I have another question. I have another question. How many guys have been walking with a woman who's been catcalled uh, and you're there kind of like, holy shit, what do I do? I, I just uh, ignore. I, act like I, I don't hear this I shit. I quickly better learn karate because <laughs> this could get really fucking intense. If, if that happened to you, I apologize. I didn't know you were dating. <laughs> Because I've had that where I'm walking with a girl on a date, and uh, the, the you know the, I had said the brothers will catcall her, and uh, you know it uh, you know ruined the date, especially uh, after she left with them and fucked them. And uh, <laughs> it was Artie and Godfrey, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Now they'll indirectly catcall a chick with me because by insulting me, it'll be like you know, honey, when's your eyesight coming back? Oh, see, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel there's nothing there's anything wrong with cat calling. I just don't. Wait a minute, Keith. I'm gonna I was raised on cat calling. Yeah. Ever? Philadelphia. <laughs> Now, do, do you guys think it's a, do you think it's a cultural thing? Like, do you think like the urban, because, you know, I, I assume you guys do yes, it. Yes, Because, no, there's sirens and nice gunshots and, um, you know, your Verizon minutes are over. So you have to, like, get the message out. You guys just ate something very greasy and No, nothing? no, no. What do I know? I'm from Connecticut. I only cat call. Almost peed on myself. I only cat call white women. Until you I do. get my 40 acres and a mule. I, oh, okay. Hey, bitch. <laughs> 40 acres and a You got the mule. <laughs> Get out of my girl. There's your mule right there. Here's the thing. It's really a race-based really race thing. It's really dudes, black men, yes. who feel more confident now and more empowered to yell shit at white women who are gentrifying our fucking neighborhoods. Okay. So if you don't like it, bitch, beat it. I knew it. I knew it was a white That's people's right. problem. It That's is. Right. It's absolutely Black dude, where were you, black dude? Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's say that's yeah. some phony shit. Exactly. That's, that's really it. I'm gonna give me 20 cat calls before I leave the stage. <laughs> right. 
If it was Denzel Washington cat calling you, you'd be like this. I'm the shit today. Yeah, you'd be like really into it. Denzel won a piece. <laughs> he wants oh, yeah. some glory. So, but where... Adam Levine could, ri- could I mean, grab but- you with stick them all over his hands. <laughs> <laughs> if I wink at you, the cops will be there in fucking three minutes. Let me ask, let me ask Sherrod. So yeah. do you think, do you think the, uh, the black guys have more confidence? Do you think like the white guys, like they would have their assistants do it or uh, personal <laughs> trainers? Their butlers? Maybe an intern. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Bruce Bodevage for Mr. Levine. He thinks you have a nice ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something tells me I'm not gonna fuck her. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that'd be great if she was into you. Like, oh shit, this is gonna be hard for me. <laughs> it's so awkward. I've had a crush on Artie for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she works with Stephen A. Smith, so there's the sex symbol of the. Uh, well, he's he had conver- controversy too. He uh, he did with the Ray yeah. Rice thing. The Ray Rice. Oh, that's right. He what said he Ray say? Rice's wife deserved what she got <laughs> for pushing all the buttons on the elevator. And he's still uh, working. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, crowd. I don't know, there guys. I don't know. Thank don't know. you. Don't waste my time, bitch. Don't waste my time. How about, how about Steve, Stephen A. Tyler? <laughs> Love in an elevator. <laughs> Keeping you up while I'm going down. It's nice. Now, where do you stand on racist Halloween costumes? Where do I stand on what? <laughs> racist Halloween Let's get to the bottom of this, Artie. Let's get to the bottom. What? Listen, if a guy... <laughs> Uh, My cousin worked hard on his Mel Gibson mask, and I think. Yeah. Well, what's a racist? What's a racist? Yeah, what's what's a racist Halloween? Any uh, costume where the man's working? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> if you dress up like uh, like a geisha or something, that's racist. That's racist. Yeah. Oh, racist. Unless is, you're Margaret Whoa, Whoa, hey, watch your fucking mouth. Whoa, girl. front Thank row. You. Holy shit. This what was that, great. front row? So you're saying, by the way, this is Jeff Ross. You're saying his costume? <laughs> I'm Jeff Ross. <laughs> his costume is racist? <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I, see, I thought blackface was if you leave, like, the fucking space and yeah. shit. Like, yeah. No. If you do an impression It's not necessarily blackface. It's the red lips. That sucks. I think... The accompanied voice can be off-putting, too. Like, hello there. Do you have some gummy bears? Might you be so kind as to give me some butternuts? How do we do? Oh, yes. Holland has a whole ritual about some black... His assistant comes down the, the chimney. He's not in black. He is in black fucking face. Oh, it's the soot. Santa? Hey, it's the soot from the chimney. They say that it's the soot because they don't want to see a black man working. Hey. It's a black dude. It's his hair curly and his lips really red. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens. It's the most racist Christmas story, but you know what? But it's, it's Holland. Sweet. It's sweet. I mean, come on. He goes, wow. he goes Still down Christmas. the chimney as Burl Ives. He comes out as Cedric the Entertainer. But it's it's Holland, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's like Holland has like two more black people than Madison, Wisconsin. So I mean, really, 
They have no idea what you're talking about. Pierre and Henry. I know those two guys. <laughs> I, uh, but wait a minute. Why don't anybody ever pay attention to racism towards Latin people? Okay. Why has it always got to be black? Pre- wait, wait, bro- wait, brother. Preach. Wow. Huh? Why, That's man? That's great. Talk about it, nigga. Huh? Talk about it, motherfucker. I'm trying to talk about it, brother. I think, uh, I think Mexicans get all that attention, you know? You think so? Yeah. yeah. Mexicans are the main, like, Well, they're the number one, but number two, I think, is Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Only in New York. Uh, only in New York. I'll tell you what, I don't know what, I only see Dominicans now, and I don't know what the fuck you did to the Puerto Ricans, but uh, <laughs> I haven't seen a Puerto Rican in five years. <laughs> no. Because you help. <laughs> they're all on the Mets. Because you heliport yourself out of the city when it's the Puerto Rican Day Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Heliport out. Uh, Hannibal, come on up here, Black Hannibal. man. Hannibal, please. Oh, the fucking black man. Get up here, Hannibal. Get up here. Who? who and explain yourself. Listen, I think we had a great show tonight. Do you think you had a great show? Is Hannibal coming up? I said I think we had a great just... show tonight. Do you think we had a great show? Can I? Dave. Dave, please talk. Can I say something? Can I say something? Yes. We're at that tipping point now where we're like one urban away from me moving to a wider podcast. All right. I'm just saying right now, I'm doing it for the schools. I'm doing it for the schools. (laughs) The Comedy Central podcast. I have a friend. I have a friend who's not me. Okay. Who has a pipe in the backseat of his Range Rover. And then he calls a Puerto Rican be good stick. Is that right? <laughs> oh, come on. Enough about Nick DePaul. First of all, that's my Range Rover. That's funny. <laughs> and I take offense to that. I was pointing to my penis. Um, all right, so what's your closing, uh... Race Wars podcast. If you don't listen to Race Wars podcast, listen. iTunes, SoundCloud, you motherfuckers. If, if it's I... my weed money. Yeah. Will I you listen? Will you fucking subscribe? Yes, yes. First of all, if Hannibal comes up here, we can beat the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> that was a black joke. Can I? S- Don't forget about Square, what? Squarespace. Squarespace. Dave, get in here. Dave hates pictures. Yeah, I hate, what are you taking this? Is this for the N- NSA? What are you doing? <laughs> Mike, send me this. Send me this. Squeeze okay, it. Squeeze. Squeeze more. Squeeze. Dave, go in the front. Dave, go in the front. Dave, go in the front, Dave. All right. Put that wide lens on. It's like a- Get in here, Will. Come get on, in here. This is like Squeezing. this looks like 38 special meets boys to men. This is a weird <laughs> iTunes. Did you get it? Dollar not download. Cool. Thank you for coming out tonight, Village Underground. Bye guys. Race Thank you guys Wars, for having us. Race Wars podcast. iTunes, SoundCloud. It's a movement. This is a movement, man. This is a movement. We all we got top two percent. Thank you, everybody. David Tell, Artie Lang, Mike Shea. Will, Keith Robinson, Kurt Metzger. Hannibal, thank Hannibal. Hannibal, Kareem Green, Caitlin Bailey. Holy shit. This is the best show of the New York Comedy Festival. Make some noise. Make some noise. Thank you. God bless. Good night, motherfuckers. Race Wars. Race Wars. Race Wars podcast. Race Wars podcast.